0: Welcome to the Mile 99 interview series with your hosts, Greg Larkin, Mike Turner, and Jessica Harris. Enjoy this episode, and we'll hope to see you on the trails soon. Hey, everybody. This is Greg Larkin, one of the co-hosts of the Mile 99 interview podcast. Just want to take a minute here to give a shout-out to Krista Cavender. We just worked with her. Uh, She's a graphic design artist, and she redid our logo for us. We're really excited about it. We've put it out on all of our social media here as of uh, late January. And uh, we highly recommend her services. If you're looking for graphic design work, logo design for your business, something like that, uh, please give her a shout. Her Instagram is Krista with a K, Cavender. And you can also find her online at kcavenderdesign.com. Highly recommended. She does great work. Really clean, beautiful graphics. I think you'll be really pleased. Uh, I know we were. So as always, take care and we'll see you on the trails. Welcome, everybody, to the Mile 99 interview, and this is our 26th episode uh, that we've been uh, producing here. My name is Greg Larkin. I'm one of your co-hosts, and what we do is we talk to uh, different athletes from our community and from even larger communities now uh, over the U.S. uh, every week or so. And we like to find out kind of who they are and what makes them tick, Um, you know, get some stories from their racing and training and any other kind of interesting bits that come up along the way. Uh, We record in front of a live Zoom audience right now. Uh, We do one take. We have no breaks, no cuts. And unlike the trails, what is said here is on the record forever. So I am joined by my co-host, Jessica Harris and Mike Turner. Hey, Jessica, how are you doing this week?
1: Pretty good. This is my last kind of big mileage weekend before formidable 50 K if that's going to happen. So resting tonight and then the next couple of days I'm going at it.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Great race around here in Auburn. Lots of climbs. I think 50 K maybe over 6,000 feet of climbing, if I'm not mistaken, four, four big climbs.
1: Yeah. Something like that.
0: Going to be a good one. Uh, Mike, how are you doing?
2: Doing good. Doing good. Uh, we enjoyed a nice run last weekend. Our, our first team, uh, trail meeting was pretty awesome. The weather was great. Uh, had a good time. Uh, so I uh, Greg was saying, you know, we started this series back in May when COVID first began, the country was in lockdown, just as a way to feel normal. Uh, you know, obviously the news has been all over the place lately and feeling normal is, is in scarce supply these days. Even today, it was pretty normal for most part, which we're glad about, but, uh, you know, we started interviewing folks from our local community that we admire just to stay connected, hear their stories, stay inspired, and just kind of share their achievements. Uh, Jessica is here. As we said, she's taking care of the Zoom part, the questions and answers, and we are streaming live on Facebook. Uh, there's a chat room on Zoom. You can put your comments there near the end of the show. Jessica will kind of gather up all the questions that we have we have on our, our chat here, and she will ask them uh Put them out. So if you're on Facebook watching their live, try to get your comments on Zoom because it helps us and it's easier. Uh, We want to give a shout out to some of our friends, uh, Monsters of Massage in Newcastle. They're a sports massage company and they're great folks on there and they've always helped us out and just really can get those knots out. If you have an injury or a chronic problem, they can really help you and get that out. So give them a call down there and schedule an appointment. Uh, And Greg, right back to you.
0: All right. Well, thanks a lot, Mike. Thanks, Jessica. Um, I will say, as luck would have it, Charlie the cat just uh, got his uh, you know weekly coughing fit out of the way while you were talking, and I could I could mute. So hopefully he won't have another one while we're live here. So, so that sets my uh, myself at ease. Uh, so tonight um, our guests are Clint Welch and his daughter Hallie. Um, we're really excited to have both of them join us. Uh, they're local members of our running community. Um, and they've been out and about on the running scene. I mean, Clint obviously a little longer uh, than Hallie, but we're gonna be to, like hear the whole story from both of them. Um, and uh, yeah, so th- the whole idea that uh, you know we had here was um, we wanted to find out more about them. Um, and you know, uh, just following Clint's Instagram over the years, you know, we've seen, um, you know, in the last year or two, and we'll sort of get the timeline down, but um, that his daughter Hallie here has has really found running. Um, she seems to be really enjoying it, and uh, you know, I think it was of interest to us to just kind of find out, you know, what it's been like, um, what it's like to, you know, have a child who's interested in doing something that you know you're passionate about. Um, you know, how to encourage them, uh, make sure that, you know, obviously this is a really demanding sport running in general, whether it's trail running, road running or whatever. Um, But, you know, there's always that issue too, that you want to make sure that, your kids are having fun doing, you know, what, whatever it is that they're interested in, whether it's running or a hobby or anything. Um, and, and when it is something like this, it's very demanding. Like, how do you kind of measure that out and make sure that it's still fun for them? Uh, just like any sport, you know, we can we can always, you know, uh, talk, find examples of that in, in many types of sports. But we want to make sure our kids are safe, enjoying their, their time. Uh, and still being kids. And I think that was one of the things that I'm certainly interested in digging into as we get into this. So uh, hopefully uh, that will be of interest to all the parents out there. And uh, with that, uh, welcome Clint and Hallie. How are you all doing tonight? Good. Doing good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. We're we're happy to have you. Um, So, you know, we well, I guess because there's two of you, like we'll, we'll sort of split this up a little bit, obviously. Um, but one of the things that we'd like to kind of get a sense of, and maybe we'll start with you, Clint, um, just to kind of give people a little bit of background about yourself, uh, kind of like your early life where you grew up, kind of you know, in, in summary form, and, and then sort of how you found running and, and how long you've been involved in that sport for a while.
3: Um, well, I started running. So I played all the sports when I was in high school. And all of that sports, I say baseball, football, then on to rodeo. But it was, um, my mom was a runner, not running races and, um, I enjoyed it. I'd go out with her every night for three to five miles. And I mean, this was every night, middle school, high school, things like that. And we just ran together and, and I liked it, you know, that was running was more fun. Like I, I didn't even know that at that age that I could get into races and stuff like that until I got to high school and then playing the other sports. um, I was approached by like cross country on, on running. And I was like, Oh no, I'm a football player. But uh, looking back on it, uh, my brother was a much better football player. I I probably should have ran then.
0: (laughs) And where were you located? Was this on like on road, uh, mostly road running? uh,
3: Mostly road. Yeah. Um, Down in um, Lodi. Mm Mm-hmm you know 45 minutes south of here in Sacramento, um, mostly road running, and then I, I, I talked about rodeo a little bit like trails and stuff. I always lead into I learned about trails riding horses, and that was Clements I own area east of Lodi about you know 20 30 minutes.
2: Hey Clint, that's fascinating. You were you ran with your mom because it's kind of a cool history and that and now that you are running with Allie, so that's pretty awesome. Uh, what ages were you running with your mom?
3: Um, I think it started around fifth or sixth grade. And like I said, she she was a runner. And I mean, not racist, not not like all of us. Like all of this to me was new as an adult. Um, she just ran because she enjoyed it. She'd get off work and we'd go run and probably fifth or sixth grade all the way till, I don't know, freshman or sophomore. And then I quit running with mom because I was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, the teenagers. Yeah. I mean, I was, you know, and I've, I've probably told the story a bunch of times on episodes. You know, I, I kind of like followed my dad into bike racing. And then and a lot of friends who were interested in it, it's like, as soon as they got the keys to the car, that was the end of bike racing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right, that, that kind of thing. So, so there's like the rare, the rare teenager that sticks with these types of things, like after they get access to cars and other stuff. So um, <laughs> that's cool. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it sounds like it was just sort of like a hey, you know, my parent is doing this thing. Um, it looks cool, you know, maybe it's even an opportunity to spend more time with them and kind of connect with them. Um, And so, uh, you know, I guess let's, let's translate it down to Hallie then. Like Hallie, what was, how did that evolve for you? Like, when did you first sort of, you know, think about running and something that you might be interested in doing?
4: Well, what it really was, was just like going with mom mom to help like pick dad up and seeing that they were having fun and and just and seeing that, um, and just seeing like them having fun.
0: Yeah. I mean, no doubt. Like that's, that's a huge part of what uh, we love about these races and, and running with people is just seeing everybody out there, the community and all that. And so Clint did, did Hallie kind of like come to you at some point and say, Hey, like this looks really cool. Like I'd, I'd like to just find out more about it. Like what was that like?
3: Early on she did, um, so I'd say probably a year before she actually, so she was around six, I believe, and she wanted to run and I was actually kind of more, oh, you're too young to run, you, you know, and and this and that, but she wanted a sport because like at our house, like my son played sports and everything and uh, you need to have a thing besides, you know, um, computers, just a thing. You, you know, I don't pick your thing, you have to have a thing. And she wanted to run and she was too young and then we actually had a friend approach us um on the team she's on now on hey you should get her running and she was I think she was seven and a half at the time yeah. and I still was not sure about it because of her age and then came home and asked her and she said yes I want to run and then um here we are so we're on three and a half years now I guess
0: oh, Okay, all right so you're 11 now okay Good to know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. T- talk to us a little bit. I mean, this is one of the things that is interesting to me is, is kind of like the, um, uh, you know, the, the age, um, and, and what is like, are there accept or not acceptable, but are there like guidelines, I guess is what I'm trying to say, like on when kids should get involved in certain sports versus other sports, you know, those, those types of things. Like how do you and determine when they're ready? I guess is a question.
3: Personally, I kind of feel like they do, but I've seen so many kids do amazing things. I don't know if you guys have ever seen like Sebastian Salisbury. He just turned 15 today, as a matter of fact, and he runs ultras and he qualified for Western States <laughs> thing, you know, um, at black Canyon last year, he qualified year before last COVID makes me lose a year. Um, mm. but he qualified for Western States and he loves it. And then with Hallie, we've held her back a little bit. Could me personally, as an opinion, don't go long miles yet. And I mean, she's done a few long mile things, but, and her, her coach is very much that way too. Just keeping it, you know, five K's and then cross country distances, which are like 2.4 or whatever. And then it was just her first year, seven and a half. It was just the three nights of practice was all that she ran. And then, I think she was around nine when we went to four nights, so we added a night. And then now she's five, maybe six, usually five days a week right now is is
0: what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And so, Hallie, what are those workouts like?
4: Um, Unless it's like a Tuesday or Friday, it's usually quite easy. Like just like about three miles on the treadmill or something.
3: Well, for practice.
4: Oh, usually like a fartlek or tempo or maybe maybe like a 400 or something like that.
0: And, and so what, yeah, like what are the, um, uh, parameters right now with the pandemic and all that? Like, uh, are, are they actually able to hold like group workouts or are you having to do individual stuff or how does that work?
4: Well, we're kinda of, So some, so we have like a high schooler team right now and they kind of start at like a different time sometimes or, Something like that. And then we'll
3: just start earlier. So so being a club, we um we are able to practice once um, the initial lockdown stopped. Um they warm up with the mask on, they do drills with a mask on. Only time they don't wear a mask is while they're running. And I mean, which is kind of truthfully, I know there's opinions out there, but we all do when when we go run with friends or whatever and and they distance out, but When they're doing drills or stretching or any of that, they wear a mask. But we've been doing this. So we did cross-country season, and now we just started track season. And we're doing that. And then what she was saying about the high school kids, because high school governing is a little bit different, and so they're able to practice now. So we don't have as many high school kids at practice. But early on, we had um, quite a – it's a club. It's not through the school. So we
0: we were able to – people were still able to get their training in. Okay. Yeah, actually, that was one of the things I was, oh, I'm sorry, Mike, go ahead. Oh, it's okay. Go finish. (laughs) Okay. Just one quick question since you brought up the whole club versus school. Like I was, I was interested in knowing kind of like, what is the structure for, you know, sports at that age, uh, club versus school sponsored, or or how does it work?
3: Some, some, because she's in elementary school, some elementary schools have um, a running team, very few. Um, Once you get to middle school, you'll have running teams. Still, it's not all in. Some of the kids go to running teams, sometimes they don't through their middle school. But then we're we're club based, which even the high schoolers, so once their season ends, we have a few more meets and they'll join us in a normal year to try and qualify for nationals and things like that through the club because they ran they ran for us when they were youth and then they come back.
2: What uh Hallie, what is the what does uh, the season, the track season, look like as far as what kind of runs you're doing versus the cross-country season? Because I, I wasn't in either of those in, when I was in school. So I don't really know, what is the difference between those two sports, I guess, or seasons?
4: Cross-country is a lot more like you do like more like hills or like 400s or maybe like a fart on Tuesdays or something like that. Track is a lot more, 400s, all you got 12 times.
2: Ah, okay. So it's more you're on the track practicing there and doing speed and things like that. What do you like better? Which one do you like better?
4: Cross country.
0: <laughs> Good. <laughs> no, no influence there from you, Clint, right? Um, Actually,
3: no. And, and... If- <laughs> cross country and so i mean i mean she goes because she hangs out with her friends but track season is a lot more um kicking and screaming i guess you could
0: well i think yeah we've we've talked to some guests over the last you know month or two who you know did track early on in their lives and maybe not quite as early as hallie but like and then jessica obviously can speak to this um and then they sort of like found ultras later and it was It was almost that transition of, wow, like things were so structured and rigid and like really intense. And then it's all of a sudden, wow, I can like walk up hills and eat at aid stations and do all these other cool things while I'm in an ultra. And I don't have to worry about anything anymore. So, so Hallie, is that sort of like, you know, you're seeing obviously the road, the track, the trails. Um, It sounds like you enjoy the trails uh, being out there doing cross country and maybe running on some of the, the trails we have around the area. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely a lot, uh, you know, more relaxed. It seems like
3: <laughs> she, she came with us last Saturday and, uh, we stopped at the turnaround point and talked for maybe five minutes and she told us we should do more of this stopping and talking stuff. I kind of like it. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm also wondering if, um, you know, with, with kids, like in general, um, you know, a lot of kids love to go out and hike, right? So, you know, it's, you can, you can almost just sort of like be on a hike with a kid and just say, Hey, like you want to just run a hundred yards down the road, uh, down the trail. And okay. Like your trail running, like, I mean, it's not a fit. It's not like a, a you know, a real official type of thing, but it's just a way to kind of mix in like a little bit of effort with a hike or something like that. And it seems like maybe that is a a decent way to introduce kids, see if they like that kind of thing. And um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's something I I'd be interested in trying with, you know, somebody at some point, I mean, it's just a, it's just a way to kind of get out there and and introduce them safely and maybe um, just see what they think.
1: And track meets are so long. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Cross country is not that long. Like when you, you can watch all the divisions and still be like, go have brunch. Where track meets. are there all day long. And unless you have an event kind of every couple hours, you're sitting and waiting as you guys know for a long time.
0: Mm, (laughs) All day. (laughs) Like you got to go through the heats and all that stuff. And yeah. So Uh, Hallie, have you been through like a, a track meet like that, where you're just sort of camped out all day and waiting and waiting? Yeah. How do you, how do you keep yourself motivated then if you've got that kind of situation and you know that you've got like a big weight before your, your turn, like how do you kind of keep yourself occupied and make sure that you're able to do what you want to do?
4: Uh, usually it's a, it's a lot of just talking, talking with, with some of my friends.
0: And so how many, um, like, did you have other friends that before you started running, did you have other friends that um, also kind of came in with you or did you meet new friends like through the track and and all these other um, running activities? How did that all work like with them?
4: Uh, It was more just like, it was more just like all, none of my friends were all like the active type of people. And so I kind of and so I was kind of bored sitting around the house every Tuesday. And then I just ended up meeting some other, some different people.
3: Her What would be her best friend now is through running. They, they yeah. don't go to the same school or anything. And then through pandemic, they've been video messaging. And we've actually um, been able to get them together quite a bit for them, them to go run outside of practices and things just to talk and socialize.
0: Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a great community, you know, so it's, um, I think you're, you know, you, you spend a lot of time with these people, whether it's on the trail, on the track or wherever, and I'm sure you can make some great friendships. So that's, that's really nice. Um, so let's talk about the coaching aspect of this. Um, how did that evolve? How did you find a coach? Um, you know, what's, what's the program like, uh, any, any details you can give us on that either one of you? Um, so like I said, a friend approached us that ran for, um, at the
3: time, it was Fleet Feet Oak Hill, and then now it's Sacramento Valley Endurance. It's it's kind of broke away. It's the same coach, um, Chad Worthen, who's Olympic um, trials qualifier, marathon, and all the coaching credentials. He actually coaches at Oak Ridge High School now. Was at Endercon before. Great coach. Um, winning isn't first. Liking running is first. I mean, first and foremost by a lot. And invited us to come try it out. My friend did, and we went, and we loved it. Um, just him, him and his wife coach together, and now their daughter's helping also. And um, just couldn't couldn't be happier being being on that team and and the way they structure it and his knowledge, truthfully.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And so, um, does he specialize in like kids, or does he have a range of, of ages he works with? How does that work?
4: Well, it's more kind of just like it's hard
3: to explain everybody. He, he has, um, so, so he does adult coaching. He does, um, he has an adult team and then he has high schoolers. Like, like I said, he coaches at Oak Ridge and then, so youth goes from high school all the way down to, to seven. And then, so the, the guy is literally coaching every night. So during the pandemic, I was a little worried about him. Um, Cause this is what he does all the time. And I was like, man, I hope Chad's okay when mm. nobody was getting together or doing anything. And I know we're still in it, but early on, and
0: I mean, it's what he does all the time. Mm. So it sounds like, yeah, like quite a bit of experience, like through the whole range um, which is, you know, hopefully good. And, uh, and I, you know, can you speak to how he does tailor it then to like the younger ages? Um, What are, what are like, what are some of the parameters around the coaching, the training, um, you know, any, anything in that realm, I guess at that, you know, at, at a younger age.
3: You want me to answer? So Tuesdays and Fridays is speed work for practice. Sunday is long run. And then long run I mean, it's not like us as ultra runners long run long run is dependent on their age and their experience anywhere from three to eight miles say you know like that um and then tuesdays with the speed work like she said whether it be fart licks or 400s or sometimes 1600s um he breaks it down per age and per experience so you get put in a group on you're doing you know six 400s and then this guy that's really fast. that's a junior in high school is doing 12, four hundreds and the time, the way it works out, the time kind of all works out the same anyways, because of speed and age and all of that. And really puts a lot of time into it. Like it, every night we, we get a sheet on this is what we're doing and the times that they need to be running in. And he puts a lot of time into it. it it's very impressive.
0: Mm. Nice. And uh, how do you feel about it, Hallie, when you're out there, like, um, do you basically get the plan from the coach and you sort of sit there and say, okay, I got to do this, this, and this. And, um, you know, how does that feel to you? Like to have somebody sort of telling you like, okay, do these things. Like as a kid, like how does that feel?
4: Um, I like it because then, because then I know if he's not telling me how many I'm supposed to do, I know I'm gonna end up doing like two. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fair, fair answer. <laughs> so it gives you a little bit of structure to work with. It sounds like, yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, and then are there kind of like uh, tests or checks along the way to kind of measure progress or how, how does that handle? How is that handled? There's that based basically the races or, or whatever you do for competition.
4: Uh, yes. Yeah.
3: So, so we've had a few, um, in team races so practice races because there's no races going on right now yeah. and and we all know nothing beats racing like racing i mean you know you can run a tempo you can do whatever and then so we've had multiple race practices and 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 the kids i mean they do throw down i mean they're, they're racing the other kids on their team and um the high schoolers are involved and everybody like Like one time you had everybody draw a number on what team they're on. So, I mean, just the fastest kids aren't on the fastest team. And then you're all kind of work like cross-country style and you get scored and and you're running that way. And so those things kind of help put put you in a group or your tempo times or how you ran. Did you stay within your times or were you faster
0: on are you in A, B, C, all the way down to G group? Things like that. Okay, so you have the opportunity to kind of move up, you know, based on based on how things go and that sort of thing, different groups.
1: And I know that I put Abigail in a USATF team um, at Rockland High when she was five. Um, And it was just kind of for fun, but she practiced with the big kids. And even um, USATF, I mean, the the age cutoff is seven. So even, you know, I feel like as a parent, sometimes we go like, I'm not sure they might be too young, but I mean, nationally, about seven is like a good solid age to get. And as long as you have good coaching, which it sounds like you do, and you have a good community feel, um, I think at least I my mom did. And I did with mine. You just don't want them to burn out and hate it. So as long as you have the right coaching there, which it sounds like you guys have like s- such a good, solid coaching and community. It sounds like you can just only go out from there. You know, I love that.
0: Very cool. Um, so one of the things, I mean, I do want to touch on, um, you know, there are risks, obviously, I would think as, as a younger uh, runner, um, I don't personally have kids, but you know, I, I I know a lot of people that have kids and and are, you know, trying to get interested in this type of thing. <laughs> and and, uh, and that was one of the reasons that I was interested in this topic is, is kind of like, you know, how do you manage it uh, in terms of? you know, injury potential, um, as Jessica mentioned, like burnout potential, things like that. Like, have you had Clint like discussions with the coach specifically about these things? And like, what are the, how do they mitigate that kind of thing? Uh, any, any information on that?
3: So he, he doesn't, he doesn't push, um, which sounds funny as a coach, but if they're having a night where they don't want to go for it, he encouraged them to keep running, but sometimes there's just nights, you know, that, um, that you want to throw rocks at your sister. You you know, I look at some of the other kids, you want to throw rocks at your sister and you don't want to run. And that's just how it is. Like, like some nights kids really want to go for it. Sometimes they don't. And um, some of the parents, and, and, and so I, I I help out with the team and uh, Hmm. some of the parents really are gung ho because they, they have really fast running kids. Don't get me wrong, but he is quicker to pull the reins back on that kind of thing for burnout and injury purposes, especially depending on the age, the closer they get to junior senior year of high school and really jumping in miles at college. Um, the more he lets that go a little bit.
0: Mm -hmm. And so Hallie, have you had situations where you just showed up for something a practice or whatever, and you just said, eh, I'm just not feeling good tonight. (laughs) That's
4: a lot of types to be honest.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah and so and so you feel like you have uh kind of the the um the ability to just say hey like i'm just i'm not really feeling like i'm gonna run the hard tonight or i'm just not feeling like i want to run at all something like that you're free to do that she, she's pretty good she's pretty good at always running it's
3: whether or not she feels like going forward or not same, same with races um She'll have a race Well, our minds will be blown and, you know, she'll run a certain time. And then other races, me as a parent, I'm thinking she's coming in at a certain time. And then I start freaking out and I'm walking a mile out onto the course looking for her. And then she's just cruising with somebody, having a conversation.
2: Uh, uh, Hallie, have you had a chance to do any like, like, like ultra runners? We will run at nighttime or maybe run in the rain or all those other unpleasant times i mean do you have you tried any of that with, with your folks
4: uh yeah
3: what about what about your last race greenhorn no.
4: marsh oh it was snowing there
0: snowing tell <laughs> us about tell us about that yeah let's hear about that one
4: it, it was more it was go ahead um it was just like six it was like four-ish miles of just running up a mountain
3: and then just like the snow so lo- local running runner uh lori mann actually because i worked in aid station there so i could see hallie at the top of the mountain and um uh local runner lori and you guys might know lori uh asked if she could run with hallie and then stuck with hallie the whole way and then so they they, they came up in the snow and then then they had a big downhill in the snow and what happened on the downhill?
4: And a falling
3: place. <laughs> she went down a couple times, but it, it was really pretty. And we, we, we were fortunate to have a race in 2020 with uh, everything going on. So,
0: yeah. Where was that one again? Quincy. Quincy. Oh, yeah, sure. Yep. They uh, get some snow there. <laughs> yeah, I have not actually run out there. I've ridden my bike out there a few times, but I've not run out there. And it looks like there's some pretty cool, cool trail systems out there. Definitely have to put that one on the list. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it sounds good. You know, like I I, I know there's concerns. Um, you read about kids in sports and, you know, kids getting like, you know, say famously, maybe like uh, kids in baseball getting like Tommy John surgery, when, you know, when they're 10 and things like that. And you obviously don't want that to happen to your kids. Because, um, I mean, you know, not... It takes a while, I think, for people to kind of develop, you know, body awareness of like, you know, pushing themselves and that kind of thing. And, and we're all there as parents and guardians to kind of like guide them. And and it sounds like we, you know, you've you've got a good situation there. Um, Hallie, have you experienced any kind of like injuries or anything like that or, you know, muscle strains or any anything like that that you had to kind of like go to your dad or your coach and, you know, figure something out differently?
4: Not yet, but there have been times where. My legs will just feel
0: like jello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's definitely one of the, one of the side effects and Clint do you do, like, how, do you talk to her on a, on a regular basis about that kind of thing and, and just try to kind of get a sense yeah, of where she, things are at?
3: She gets niggles like we all do, you know, little things. And then we'll talk to me about it. And sometimes it's muscle soreness depending on what our workouts were for the week or maybe back off right now. So we just got our new pair of shoes. And like we all know um, shoe companies like to change their shoe every year, even though it's, a, it's the same shoe, you know? And so she got a new shoe and it's rubbing the outside of her foot. And she does basically one treadmill run a, a week. And today she was running on the treadmill and it was loud. And I was like, what are you doing? Why is it so loud? She said, I think it's these shoes. And then it's rubbing the outside of her foot. She's got a little knot. So looks like we'll be buying, a second pair of brand new running
0: shoes here,
4: mm-hmm.
3: you know, so, I mean, if, if, if they don't fit right, they don't fit right. And you should go right away.
0: Yeah. 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 Common, common issue for sure. Um, and I mean, regarding that, like, um, you know, there's, there's obviously all kinds of shoes out there, all kinds of equipment for adults. Uh, what kind of challenges have you had, like trying to find the right type of equipment for, you know, for her?
3: You know, at at first it, at first it was colors i mean you know she was looking at colors and then she has gotten to wear what feels correct you know what feels right and so the last pair of shoes before these were all black which was i was i was so proud of her that she she picked the most comfortable shoe not the not the prettiest shoe and mm-hmm. then um, this current pair of shoes is purple pink
4: like a fuchsia almost. i don't know they're really
3: bright but uh anyways they're they're rubbing her foot wrong. Um, and most of the major brands carry kids shoes, which I was pretty impressed with, wrote both trail shoes and road shoes. So we're, we're able to find stuff. It's just going to the store that carries those shoes that she could try them. Like I said, we, we just got this next pair and they're the same kind, just a new year. And, and it just really bites you when, you when you internet buy shoes and don't put them on first because we all know they change every year.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Yep, if we could only have preserved those Cascady 8s, huh, Mike? <laughs> Way back in the day.
2: Uh, uh, you, you know what, uh, Clint, when my – I have two daughters that are older now, but when they were that age, it wasn't uncommon to grow three inches in a year and a shoe size to, to change or, you know, and their body just will ache for some reason. Your legs will ache or your have – you, have you noticed anything? Like you're running and all of a sudden your form feels like you're – you're sloppy and you're like, what's going on? Why? Well, Cause I grew three inches. You ever had anything like that where you're trying to figure something out? We're,
3: we're, we're, yeah. we're there right now. She's, uh, she's at that point where, where she's growing a lot, feet, height, everything. And, uh, our, our cheap sport that we all do, uh, we're, we're going running shoes pretty quick between miles and her growth and then changing from trail to road and all that stuff. So.
2: It seems like a good opportunity to have like a program where you could hand your shoes down to if they're, they're if you only wear them for six runs and you they don't fit them, you can. That's a great shoe; it's a lot of life in there.
3: We we and amongst the team, we actually try and do that quite a bit, especially with uh like racing spikes. I have a bag full of racing spikes to take to practice right now for uh, the younger ones to get.
2: What what's a racing spike?
0: <laughs> so. So <laughs> wait, hold so on. Jessica's making a face. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's not a super aggressive cleat, but
3: it is, it, it spikes, um, metal spikes, not very long. And on the track, it, it grabs and helps you turn. She's shaking her head. No, her, her first experience I'll tell the story. I wish she was talking more, but uh, I'll say it. she wore a pair and she was running 800 relay and about 200 into it she didn't pick up her feet and the spike stuck and down she went the baton went she bloodied her lip and her knee and everything and then uh but she got up and finished it, it was it was hard as a dad though watching you know watching and going ah but she grabbed her baton and kept going so but that's a racing spike if you don't pick up your feet you'll learn real quick
1: <laughs> i just old but i re- in eight hundreds, can you get away with a, like a thinner flat? You don't always have to wear a spike, or is that am I just old and everyone wears spikes now for every distance on the track?
3: You you, you can get a smaller spike in an eight hundred.
1: Yeah. Okay.
3: She <laughs> she went from no spikes ever to running in spikes, and uh, yeah, it was probably my fault. I probably should have had her practice in them before racing in them. So.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, and they're really they're not comfortable. You're you know they're not comfortable at all. I hear you girl and different distances, Mike are longer and smaller spikes. It's, it's a whole world. I was out there with my wrench. Is that still a thing? You still like screw them in?
3: Oh yeah. Change okay. Them on?
1: okay. Okay.
3: <laughs> and, and and you lose spikes and then yeah. the, the older competitive, and I say girls or guys, but, uh, I know multiple times I witnessed, um, they're close to each other coming around to turn and and you get spiked and like we've had multiple girls come in with little mini gashes on their leg because the the feet coming up of the girl right on the inside of them catches the leg and it's a
1: I have three scars down the back of my Achilles heel from a college injury from spikes yeah Yeah. I mean I won they were behind me so
0: (laughs) I think all of this discussion is uh, kind of making you pretty uh you know pretty interested in track, huh, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I I personally have never I, I've only done like some practice runs on the track, uh, you know, here in Auburn a few times. Um, I've never raced on a track or anything like that. I can only imagine like how intense it is. It sounds uh yeah, pretty. Pretty incredible. <laughs> so, but at my age, may not be the thing to go into. I'll stick with the trails there's for now.
1: There's nothing. There's nothing like hot rubber track in like July. Uh, it's the best smell. It's awesome, and there's, well, and it's like nice and soft. You should give it a go. I Get
0: mean, the stuff. only way we really want to experience this probably is rounding Placer High's track at the end of Western States. Right? <laughs> that's that's fair. The,
1: you switch out spikes right at the gate.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that. <laughs> now that that would be the way to finish that race for sure. <laughs> um, Hallie, what um, what do you like about running? Like, what is it that you like? Um, and that could be anything from like just training being with your friends racing how it makes you feel physically or maybe it makes you happy like what are the different things that you kind of experience that you like about it
4: it's mainly just like running with friends being able to see them three times a week and like during the morning during the mornings if we end up doing something I do find that I feel a lot happier or even if I have like even if I have like a nice social and productive day, I'll find that running is a lot more enjoyable.
0: Excellent! Already tapping into that runner's high at the at, at your age, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's it's true. I mean, a lot of us and all of us that are on the call, and then people we've talked to. I mean, you you get a lot of that mental benefit, not only from the you know you get the physical benefit, of course, but then you get that mental benefit as well. And have you have you kind of found out has it changed how you approach school or your life or anything like that
4: um i feel a lot better i don't know (laughs) um
3: early early on pandemic when when school wasn't as structured um a few times she ran before school and came to me and said wow i had so much better day at school running before school and then now structure-wise we're not going to get her up at six in the morning to run or anything like that. But, uh, she did, she did find the benefits of like us going for a run before work and the clarity, so to speak. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. And so, uh, and then even before that, so from like the time she has started to now, Clint, like what kinds of changes have you seen in her? Um, any, anything that you've noticed?
3: She, so she's not super competitive, but when she is, um, she can, she can do it. She can pull from the well and do it really quick. And so it's hard remembering as a parent that when she doesn't want to, to, you know, to not say, hey, what happened? You know, you you ran a 1600 at this and what happened here? You have to remember that 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 was just her day, you know, things like that. But her, her thing is, is longer and steadier, so to speak. And if she can go a cruising pace then she's all for it all the time and then doesn't mind meeting her because her and Lily are just they're I mean to quote force, so they're peas and carrots I mean they, they just really are they get together at practice and mm-hmm. then you get them together on the weekends and Lily's pretty driven and Lily be like let's run 10 miles and howie's like slow easy day I'm all for it let's go and um and then then they go so mm-hmm.
0: And then do you do you find like um, because I mean there may be those days super enthusiastic, other days, and eh, not so much. Like, have you ever had to kind of step in and and Hallie, you can also respond if you want, like, and just sort of like, okay, let's hold back a little bit today, like maybe not go as hard or as far or or something like that. Or how does that all work?
3: Not
4: really. <laughs> <laughs> Usually the other <a> way around. <laughs>
3: And then, like, so she she's came with my friends that I made on Saturday on, like, a 10-miler, and I was a little skeptical about it, but she enjoyed it because we were just cruising and talking, and then the stopping and talking, like like I said, and things like that. Yeah. And so she'd much rather prefer to do something like that than an, an 800 race or a 1600 race or even a 5K Sometimes You know, she, she'd rather set a pace and, and go that rather than the VO2 max kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So like the lower intensity, um, which I, I could, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just guessing, um, you know, physiologically, like it's not going to put as much stress on a growing body also um, which would hopefully allay any issues that you might be concerned about with regards to injury and, and that sort of thing. Taking a lot like all us ultra people, we love to take our breaks and do our walking and then just stand around for a while chatting and all that good stuff. So, so that's like one of the nice things about it. And I I've for sure said at least multiple times on episodes before how I came from bike racing and it was totally different. You just drop the hammer constantly start trail running and like, wait a minute, what, what's this walking uphill thing? You know, So definitely a very different mindset. So it sounds like I would think. I mean, a nice way to introduce a, a younger runner into the sport, as opposed to just dropping them on the track and just saying "go as hard as you can for a mile." You know, so so that's a, a good way to kind of um, you know bridge the gap. It sounds like um, Hallie, have you thought about any types of goals for yourself, or are you just having fun with it right now?
4: Uh, yeah, kind of just having fun with it right now.
0: That's good. Yeah. I mean, just really go for the, the social aspect of it. It sounds like, um, and Clint, like what do you see in terms of her and, and the social aspect and, and how, how, how have you noticed any changes there like over the, however long it's been now?
3: Um, like, like any of us, it's, you start running and then you're, you're an open box and and you have everything to say and, you know, things like that. And it's, it's no different for that age than it is for us where you know, you bond with your, your people that you run with and you talk and it's, it's, I mean, it's almost a therapy session really, but it it just, we see, it it gets her wiggles out. We used to call her a hummingbird because she would just eat a little all day. And I mean, just buzz around all day. And then now that she runs, the buzzing has slowed down quite a bit. And Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she didn't eat much at once before if she has a race or a big effort then all of a sudden you see a pizza go down
0: Uh, yeah actually that's a good lead-in then like Hallie what types of changes have you made in like your diet or the types of foods like what kinds of foods do you like to eat and has that changed because you do more running now
4: um like like my dad said it's more just eating more my diet hasn't really changed
0: So instead of the half pizza, it's now the whole pizza, that kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. And a donut on race day, things like that. All
3: right. You want a donut after the race and, you know, always rewards.
0: Yep. Uh, And that, well, then that leads me to ask um, what if any, do you have any kind of like pre-race rituals or any other kind of thing you try to do like every time you're doing a race or a training session or anything like that that you've come up with that's fun or there's something unique?
4: Uh, Kind of depends on the race sometimes. Like if it's like a 5k, well, most races it's some some like warm-ups or, or more just even sometimes at uh like even sometimes just like doing like a little bit of of pre-run stretching or that sort of thing
0: Mm -hmm. but definitely the donut afterwards you got to have that as a tradition right (laughs) yeah i was going to ask too about uh, earlier i guess if i got off track what was just about like what other kinds of supporting activities are happening stretching um any other kind of thing that's like adjunct to the running that the coach recommends you want to take that or you want me to take that you can
3: take that so it is 100% before they run there's a warm up run and then there's um there's drills so dynamic stretching you know um and then after the race whether it be practice or race there is a cool down run and then static stretching but that is 100 percent without fail. Always, you do that, and it's just a good thing that they learn that we're all terrible at. I don't care what any of you say. Uh, <laughs> that that they do always um, before and after. Even here at home, she'll 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 do things and stretch out, and she knows how to stretch. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure we can learn a lot, Mike. I, I think you and I, you know, we got to get back on the yoga, right? <laughs> No doubt. Um, that's yeah. I mean, it's it's good to get those um, uh, those habits. You know, it sounds like in place early, um, and then they just be like they just become part of your normal routine. So, so that's like that's a great thing. Um, Holly, what uh, do you? How how do you think? Like, how's the relationship with your uh, slightly deeper question? Like, how has the relationship with your parents changed? Like since you've become a runner has it changed at all have you noticed anything um and how you relate to them or anything like that
4: um i've noticed i've been a lot more close with dad because i've been running with him a lot more uh i mean there have been a few like the only thing that's i was gonna say something but it's off track (laughs)
0: Okay. <laughs> no, that's a great answer though. I mean, and Clint, you may want to, do you have a comment on that?
3: Um, We have that to share. And then, so like, like a big thing that I always think of, whether it be with my wife or my son who I told you guys is older or Hallie, it, it's common ground on something that you share that's yours that you do together. And I just think that's so important to do. Um, Am I aesthetic that she's running? Oh yeah. I'm aesthetic that she's running. Of course I love running. Uh, but it, it, it's a common ground thing and it, it just makes me excited that she's doing it. And I have to remember to pull the reins back sometimes a little bit, you know, cause I get, you'll be running ultras one day and she'll look at me like, you know,
0: <laughs>
3: who knows if I'll be running ultras and I have to remember that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's key is like, you know, enjoy the moment that you're in right now um you know life goes in many different directions and as you said about yourself like you know as as soon as you got to be a teenager you know like maybe things change a little bit but maybe they won't you know I, I started racing bikes and I kept with it even after I got the car keys. So, you know, you never know. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like, it's just, it sounds like a great relationship right now. And, and I'm sure we all can appreciate the time that you both can spend together, you know, doing something that's common to each of you. I, I love that. I, I had that with my dad, you know, when I was growing up for several years and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. So really great to see that and see that relationship uh, strengthen through that through that uh, sport.
3: And like you said, it changes. Like we have an older son and um, we have found common ground on many things over the years as in, and and, I mean, some of them still stick, but it's always evolving, you Mm -hmm.
0: know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, What would your advice be for, you know, another parent who has a child that's maybe interested in, I'm going to kind of like go obviously track, um, in school. I mean, it's, 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 maybe not like a tier one sport as I'm thinking, like everybody thinks about football, baseball, basketball kind of thing running, you know, but track and all that, like, it's definitely in that same range, I would say, but maybe not as, I don't know, popular off the bat. Um, ultra running, obviously completely not a popular sport at a younger age or anything like that. But what what I'm trying to get to is, is like, what advice would you give to parents who might have a child who's interested in in what you might call like a more non-traditional sport? Um, like I said, track and field and, and cross country. I mean, those are pretty well represented in schools, but still maybe not quite at that sort of like normal team sport level. Um, what would you say to those parents? Like, how would you advise them, you know, if their, if their child came to them and said, Hey, I want to try one of these other types of sports
3: find, find where a group is doing it. So that, that was the biggest thing because she was at races all the time with us. And so she wanted to run, but not knowing, you know what I mean? Just going out and running with dad was different. Now we run together, but starting out is finding like-minded kids doing the same thing. And then no matter how shy your kid is, no matter how, you know, how any of it is, they, they, they find friends and then get to talking. And then they look forward to seeing that friend as much as they do doing the action, mm. and the action comes secondary. Um, it's it's getting them there, and and it opens them up to
0: socialization and friends, like-minded people. Um, mm. That's the biggest thing. Cool. So it's really those like personal connections that form the foundation, and then you're sort of like layering the activity on top of it. It sounds like yes. Perfect. Yeah, um, that's that's excellent. Uh, Hallie, did did you consider yourself a shy person like before you started this? I mean not really no okay (laughs) that's good (laughs) so so it it fits in like you know it sounds like maybe you were able to make friends pretty easily you know doing these different things and as you said like you know your best friend now is you met through running so that's that's really encouraging excellent excellent Well, I think uh, I uh, have learned a lot here. Um, It's really nice to see, uh, you know, the two of you and how you've connected uh, through this sport. Um, You know, we we wish you all the best. And I know that Jessica has a few things to ask you about as well.
1: Yeah. So Reggie in the chat said he had a lot of questions, but one question he had for Hallie was what has been your favorite race so far? And if she has a race, she'd like to do someday, like a bucket list race?
4: Um for like a bucket list rate race? I would probably have to say like Western states or something like that.
1: Whoa. At a <laughs> girl. All right. <laughs> and then what's your favorite race that you've already done? Um hmm.
4: I really like the chicken race. like really the chicken really race. race.
3: Yeah, the 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 sun run in Fair Oaks, it's called the chicken race.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Um I think it's five miles and it, it's just a hilly, I mean, half trail, half road in, in in Fair Oaks, and then they have a little fair at the end. Uh well, a little
1: It's like a fair
3: swap meet with chickens running all over the place. I'm, I don't know, but uh what?
1: that sounds amazing.
0: <laughs> she she loves that race. Well, Fair Oaks has that whole like wild rooster thing going on, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: And then to wrap up the show, we're going to play a little game. Are you guys ready?
4: Okay.
1: Cool. So I'm going to ask you a couple questions and you guys are going to answer the question for each other. So Hallie, you're going to guess what your dad likes and then dad, you're going to guess what Hallie likes. Cool. Okay. And you guys are going to hold them up so we can all see. All right. Well, let me know when you guys are ready.
3: We're, we're ready. ready. That's why we're.
1: Oh, you're hiding. I like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, favorite color? Do, 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 do. Ready? And yep. flip. Let's see.
3: Do we have to tell you first or?
1: Flip it up. I'll see. I'll read them out. Hallie said Clint's favorite color is. I can't read it. Blue. 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 Blue And Clint, you pick purple. Is that right? Yes.
3: Yay!
1: First one. All right. What's the longest distance you guys have run? Together? Mm -hmm. Separate. Mm -hmm. Hallie, write down how long Clint has run, or Dad. And Clint, write how long Hallie has run. All right, Clint, what'd you put? 10 miles. Hallie, what's the longest your dad has run? I don't know. 101 miles. Is that right?
3: That's
1: right. Woo! Yay! All right, next one. What is the fastest mile you guys have run? Guess how long the fastest mile dad's run, Hallie? I
4: don't.
1: He wasn't fast when I, when I was running. Oh, snap. <laughs> so just maybe guess?
0: <laughs>
1: maybe guess. We'll see how close you can get. All right, Clint. What What's her fastest mile? 6.40. Holy smokes. Is that right, Hallie? I don't know. <laughs> it is right. I think dad knows. And then what, what do you think's the fastest dad's run?
4: I put 645, and I think it's more like a, no, I think it's more like a 5-ish or something. What is it, Dad?
3: 535. Nice,
1: smoking. All right, and then, are you guys, this is the final, oh, no, two more. Early bird or night owl? (laughs) Do, 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 do,
4: do, do, do.
3: Oh, it's
1: easy. Yeah, all we- right what'd you put Hallie is that a early bird or a night owl early bird early bird is that right dad oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah I don't know how you guys do it I'm a night owl and she's a night owl is that true Hallie yes. me too I feel you girl not a morning person and then last question it's a good one favorite donut This is hard. Ooh. Oh, Hallie, what'd you put? What's dad's favorite donut? Chocolate? Chocolate. Let's see.
3: She's right. My pen's (laughs) running out. Hold on here.
1: (laughs) Nice. She knows her dad. Chocolate donut. No sprinkles on that? No.
3: No. Okay, bad. However.
1: Chocolate sprinkles. Hallie, is that right? Yeah, that's my girl! Woo! Sprinkles! Awesome. How fun. You guys know each other so well. I love that. (laughs) And your dad is a lot faster than I thought, so. Uh,
3: Not is. Not is. (laughs) You know what? Very past tense uh, statement.
1: You know, I have been running my whole life. I started running when I was seven. Uh, I took about five years off after college because uh, I didn't like it anymore. And then I found trail running, um, but we didn't, I don't even remember my times when I was younger. It was just like placing like you either got second or 50th or 169th or something like that. So I wish we had that data when I was younger. I can't go back either. I bet I, I was really, I bet I was really fast.
3: <laughs> I, I, I will say for her, um, she ran 1600 and just under 640 right before the pandemic was our last track meet before pandemic. Like I said, she doesn't always throw down and she threw down and went for it. And I was like, ah. and then that was the last race. So
1: I remember my college times because um, that's all still recorded, but I don't remember when I was younger. That is so cool. She's going to, these kids are going to have the data forever. I love that. Thank you guys so much. That was an awesome game. Back to you, Greg.
0: All right. Well, thanks a lot. That was great um obviously we can see a nice tight bond there between the two of you you know each other well as a lot of us as ultra runners we spend our time out on the trails together we talk about everything so it's, it's great to see that you know in a family setting as well uh, so we really want to uh, thank the both of you for taking the time to sit down with us and kind of walk us through you know what it's been like for you Hallie it's really interesting to to see you, and and we love seeing your um, your dad posting pictures of you out there, and you know we wish you all the best and success, and and hope you have just like a an enjoyable experience. I think that's number one for for kids. I would think, um, just enjoy it. You know, uh, you know be in the moment like we like we said and, and just go for it and uh, you know see how things play out. Um, Clint, we really appreciate you and, and just uh, sharing like you know what it's been like uh, guiding her through this journey as well and uh, you know wish both of you the best. So thanks, everybody. That's been another uh, episode of the mile 99 interview. And, um, you know, as we always do, we we would love it if you'd come and uh, follow us on Facebook at the mile 99 interview, our page is there. Uh, We also have an Instagram account, the mile 99 interview, and the web page, the mile 99 interview.com. So please go visit us there. You can see all of our Uh, episodes. You can subscribe to the podcast. And uh, if you want, leave us a review and a rating. We love that. Uh, We're also going to be having some additional announcements coming up, I think even tomorrow or the next day, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, So stay tuned. We got some exciting stuff hopefully coming out for you. Uh, We will have plenty of future episodes uh, coming down as well over the next few weeks and months. Um, So we're really excited about some of the new guests that we have lined up. Uh, So please stay tuned and uh, we will hope to see you on those. So in the meantime, take care and we'll see you all out on the trail. Thanks again. Bye-bye.